You're now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast, your daily podcast for sports card news and opinions. What's up, podcast? So before we get into today's episode, I want to talk to you about our newest sponsor, Starstock. Starstock is building a sports card marketplace aimed to be faster and cheaper for flipping sports cards than any other platform, and it's launching next week. This is a ground-level moment, and Starstock is currently looking for people who want to start selling their cards on this new platform. Here's what Starstock is offering. 5% commission, no ingestion fee, you can send your cards, and it makes it easy to list. Cards are guaranteed and secured in a vault. You can also choose to ship your cards back at any time or store them there or push them to the market whenever you feel the time is right. You can buy, flip, and sell your cards on the platform with just a click of a button. If you are interested in getting involved as a seller, you can contact Mike at StarStock.com. StarStock is looking for current rookie cards and prospects. For more information, you can also contact Mike at StarStock.com. Now let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, first of all, I do want to point out something that I found interesting. So uh, in March, so specifically March 30th, because I went back and I checked, the name of the episode was something along the lines of how could Tiger Woods and Mike Tyson cards and Serena Williams become popular or whatever. Now, I didn't expect, I didn't expect anything to happen this quickly. Um, because if you have been following any Tiger Woods cards, uh, they were like 70 a week ago, and now they're pretty, pretty consistently selling in the 220 to 250 range, which, yeah, I mean, that's just pretty crazy. And I think if you're, I, I don't, you know, I don't know where they're going to go. Like, it, there's a lot of them. That's one thing, like, because I had... I had posted about buying them and a couple of people had reached out and one of the things that I noticed was there was like a decent amount of them. I mean, there was like 4,000 PSA 10s of that specific card. Now, that that, that uh, number doesn't really affect a card like, like Luca's card. Uh, there isn't really a, an effect there. There isn't really... And the weird thing about the, the PSA and the pop reports, it really, it comes down to, like, how many people, how many people want the card, so, like, people who had been buying those cards, and, you know, even back in, back on the 30th, they were, like, 60 bucks, basically, you could get a PSA 10 for, like, 60, so, like, back on that date, if you had been buying them, you could have been buying them for 60, I mean, and, The other thing is, like, anyone who was, you know, the thing about that podcast was I wasn't going, I wasn't saying you should be buying these cards right now, you know, because I thought it would be much more of a long-term kind of thing. And one reason the cards could be going up is because they announced some, like, tournament with Tiger and Tom Brady. So, like, that'll be basically the only thing if that is, if that ends up happening. I think it is. It'll be the only thing, any only sports that I've been on TV, and it looks like golf is also one of the sports that's look looking like it's going to come back uh, sooner than some of the other 
other sports. I mean, obviously, I think I talked about the Bundesliga news coming the other day, and unfortunately, the French league, the league that Mbappe plays in, it looks like they've canceled the rest of their season because I think the French government is not allowing any uh, sporting events to happen until September, which basically cancels that season, which is unfortunate because, you know, this summer probably would have been a, this summer's going to be a big summer for Mbappe because he might go, he might go to another team and that might have been the last game that he plays for that team. Uh, So that'd be unfortunate. But, so I think the news that with golf potentially coming back and, because I was, you know, I, I was expecting the Tiger cards to take, like, years, maybe, to, go, to like, go up to where they were. And, I mean, I think if I'm looking at the at the overall arc of the cards now. And I, it's... The market itself is back, basically, to where it was before. And where it was before sports shut down. Um, and... The, the, a lot of cards are kind of climbing back up to prices that they were before everything shut down. Now, I don't, I don't, the, the weird thing about these cards is they've been this price essentially for a while. So, like, it's not like these cars, and I don't know exactly, like, it doesn't, for them to go, like, for them to, like, 3x essentially in, like, a week is pretty crazy. Now, I don't know where the cards can go. Uh, Based off of what's happened so far, and based off the fact that the cards have, they're up to almost 250, some of them are selling in that 250 range, you know, I don't think it's unreasonable for the cards to be in the four or $500 range for a PSA 10. Um, But at the same time, like, maybe... Maybe it was just a run of people wanting to buy the cards now and still hold them uh, for, like, a few years where that's kind of what I was... That was kind of my thought process back, like, a month ago. I was thinking that if Tiger can win, like, another Masters or if he, like, wins another couple majors that he would... He, he would break some of the records of the, like, top players in history. And that's what then would probably drive his cards up a little bit. And I think it was... Someone asked me a question, like, how many, like, golf collectors are there? And I don't know... Like, I mean, now especially, I think we've seen... I think the theory is... Pr- it's, it's proven that I think the cards are good. But I think that the what my theory was was that it was going to be there weren't necessarily golf card collectors. It was more of sports card buyers who like Tiger Woods. So, and it wasn't necessarily golf people. I, I don't know golf fans who were buying sports cards. It was the other way around. It was sports card fans. It was sports card people buying into the Tiger Woods card rather than the other way around. Now the cards themselves have clearly they've uh they've gone they've gone up 
So I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I mean, I am seeing, like, I know there's people, I've seen some people on Instagram posting about that they bought them, and I, um, that's, I think maybe even going towards that point of it's the card collectors that want a Tiger Woods card. You know, I'm glad that I bought some ungraded cards. I wish I had gotten into the graded ones because, I mean, at 60 bucks now, it really, I mean, obviously, in retrospect, in hindsight, is 2020. That price is obviously phenomenal uh, considering now you're spending, uh, I mean, three, four X of what you could have been buying them at. Even if you had been buying them at uh, $70 or $80, obviously $250 now is pretty crazy. And it's almost, it's, it's similar to kind of what's happened with like Luca cards in a way where like, the popularity of them kind of skyrocketed in a way where they were, you know, I think everybody knows Tiger is like one of the best golfers of all time, but I don't, I don't necessarily know if people knew, people even really thought about buying his cards and and that could have been the thing. Like, and I guess that's not really the same as Luca, but the the pricing wise, like with Luca, like Luca went from like 50, 60, 70, 80 ish dollars between that range to like one to like a hundred, which was at 150, which was like a couple days ago, and then up to 250, like very quickly. So, I mean, I like I said, I'm disappointed that I couldn't have gotten into, I couldn't have gotten into the cards earlier, um, or at least bought because obviously it was into them, but I'm disappointed that I hadn't bought any of the cards earlier. You know, but I am, you know, I am happy that it's another theory in a way that is proven that I, that I, I think I know, at least for myself, maybe. It's more of a theory that I've proved to myself that I know the which cards are kind of off the beaten path that have some potential. Um, you know, because Tiger, and I think the whole point of this was like, Tiger was Tiger's the best golfer of this generation and he has a, in a fan base that is of more of this generation rather than the last generation because I think you know because I think Phil Mickelson is also in that conversation and then I mean after that it's probably like you know Arnold Palmer is in the conversation like for best golfers at least uh, but I think for for the most part if you're in your 20s, 30s, maybe even 40s, you know, Tiger won his first Masters in the like the late 90s. And there is also, I do also want to point out, there's a card from 98 that like isn't exactly a card. It was like a, it's like a, it's like a weird shaped card. Um, that's also an option if you're looking to buy any Tiger Woods cards. But like the 2001 Upper Deck card is his first was his first card from a product, I believe, and that's why uh, that's why that ends up being the one that I think will will be the most mainstream of the cards. Uh, but that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, Heroes for Sale on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Shout out to our sponsor, uh, Starstock. Everybody, thank you for listening to the episode, and I'll see you in the next one.